Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello, welcome to Hardcore Listing. My name is Christopher Glasson. Sat opposite me is my co-host. Uh, Stuart Roy Whiffin. Hey, there he is, mate. How are you going, all right? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. New listeners, let's tell you about the format. Let's tell you about the format. So, uh, Chris and I have been doing this for, um, well, we've had well over a million downloads now, so we've been doing it quite a while. And what it involves is we pick a subject. Uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. And Chris and I will pick a subject on anything that's you know it can be as random as as I don't know top five embarrassing moments through to top five albums through to you get the gist. And then Chris and I um, literally work our way through our top fives within that. And subject let you know moment. what your top five should be. Exactly. Basically, yeah, it's, it's an education. Yeah, it's, a, it's an education um, from two men of fine fine tastes. Absolutely. Um, discerning tastes. Yes, uh, we'll give a shout out to our sponsors as well. Mm. So shout out to Love Beer, who was on uh, last week, I believe. Um, Love Beer sell and supply awesome epic lager and stouts and porters to your front door. Uh, you can get a discount at love-beer.co.uk with the discount code LB. H-C-L-P. And thanks, Charles, for coming on. We've had a really great reception to your uh, podcast uh, last week, mate, so thanks. Absolutely. Um, coming up soon as well is uh, another episode uh, with former guest and uh, our long-standing sponsor as well, um, Bang Boom Creative, a.k.a. Luke Bang Boom. Um, yes. Uh, friend of the podcast as well as sponsor um luke's back on um with uh, a very very interesting one which has to go on patreon um because he's worried he'll get shot so if that don't wet your whistle for what we've uh, we've got coming up then uh, i don't know what will and lastly um chris i'll let you do this one uh, our most recent sponsor is uh, egg fried egg fried is a streetwear brand they are like hip-hop skate punk Kawhi inspired. They also make homeware denim, uh, homemade denim even. Um, it's a wonderful brand, very creative, wicked uh, graphic tees, really great packaging, high quality. And you can also get a code uh, discount with those guys, putting in egg salad as a discount mm. code into eggfried.co.uk. Don't get stuck in. Yeah, yeah, or .com, mm. either or. It will take you there. Absolutely. It will take you there. Um, was this your idea, this one? It wasn't. No, I actually, uh, today's top five was actually um, um, put forward by one of our, I do believe one of our uh, wonderful overseas uh, listeners. 
um, the top five. Do you want to do the uh, introduction? And I will. Um... Yes, um, we are going to be doing top five Ricky Gervais moments. Uh, and so there's a, a, a huge uh, catalogue of stuff to get immersed into here. And uh, narrowing it down to five is not easy. Um, no. And uh, and yeah, and so, I mean, I find the whole... Uh, uh, do you know who, who suggested it? Chris? Stuart. It's Stuart Page. Stuart so thank Page. Thank you so much, Stuart, for uh, putting this one forward. Um, sh- uh, yeah, Stuart sh- was actually on our... Um, on the Patreon live show, uh, live episode we recorded the other day. Ace. Uh, yeah, yeah. But thanks, Joe. This is a cracking top five. Absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, Chris yeah. just touched on something there, which is a, a, a monthly thing we do. Every week we put out another episode on Patreon that doesn't get released to the masses. Uh, and by um, subscribing to Patreon, uh, you get uh, another weekly episode from Chris and I, and then also you get to get involved in an episode because each month we do a, a Zoom hangout where we do a top five yeah. with, with all the Patreons, and you can just drop in. You can have your say, or you can just sit there with your mic off and watch and hang out, and then when we finish doing our top fives, we then just have a, a natter and a catch-up, find yeah. out everyone's getting on. It's been a, a really... Lovely new addition to, to what we, we do over on the Patreon page. And you can find out about that and the back catalogue and of, of everything that's been done on Patreon and on the normal releases at hardcorelisting.com. Uh, you can go to hardcorelisting.com. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you sure can. Yeah, or go to the ACOS page, ACOS page forward slash hardcorelisting. You'll find all our shizzle. Yes. Um, it's really weird that um, you messaged me saying about the, the, the Gervais one. Let's pick that. Um, because I've kind of immersed myself in lots of Gervais these last two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. What different stuff that he's done, maybe. Mm. So um, I'm currently watching, um, the, I'm re-watching the second series of Afterlife. Oh, brilliant. Uh, and last night um, we got to the very last episode. We've got 20 minutes left of the very last episode of The Office um uh which is yeah e- equal parts uh, yeah. heartbreaking and brilliant um yeah. so yeah um well yeah do you want to start today yeah i mean there's such a mix of different things that he's done um i'm going to start we've actually won the um like cuz he's done, he hasn't you know it, it's not just comedy i don't think he does well i think he does the heartfelt stuff really well and i think he's done that very well in afterlife but I just wanted to give a shout out. My number five um, is uh, him playing when he's Derek, and when he has to deal with um, like his favourite um, resident in the home's death, Joan, and it's just fucking heartbreaking, mate. Like how how Derek um, sort of handles handles that, and I just think that he, he's a really good actor, and and. Derek, for people uh, who haven't seen it, is really about a guy who has learning difficulties who helps out at his local um, elderly person's home. And, and what Ricky was really trying to say with the story is, Derek, is you can be beautiful on the inside, you know, and, and that's way more important. And, and that certainly is what Derek is. And um, I loved it. I didn't think it was making fun of people with learning difficulties. And I just think it's like so, so obviously not that. It just goes to show how... You know, people who get offended by comedy a lot of the time are just fucking idiots, mate, half the time. Right? And, 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 and Gervais has often said it. It's like, you know, just because you're offended doesn't make you right. Mm. And, you know, he so clearly cares about so many issues, Ricky Gervais. You know, I'm not saying I agree with him on everything. 
But he fucking has a, he, he really cares about animal rights and stuff like that. And it's weird you say and, and, that because that, that yeah, that's on. another scene in Derek that when right. when the dog has to get put down and like yeah. and 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 it's really weird. I watched the the episode of The Office last night where um he gets made redundant and he's all oh well right. you know I wanted to move on anyway yeah, blah blah, blah yeah. until yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. give him the package and he they go to shake yeah. his hand and he won't yeah, let his yeah, hand go yeah. and he's like please yeah, don't yeah. fire me. And yeah, you can yeah. see his eyes welling up, yeah. and and it's and then as soon as you see them tears in his eyes, you just think that's he's a great actor, and that's what you see in them episodes of Derek, and you see it in Afterlife as well. And it's absolutely yeah, and he, he's he's I think he's you know he's up there with like Craig Cash and Carolina Hearn for being able to have you roaring with laughter, and then you know. A big gulp and a, and, and, a, and a few tears within a split second. I think he's absolutely, mate. I think he, yeah, definitely. He can look back and say, you know, he's he's really written some stuff that's fucking incredible, and people are going to be able to cherish shows like um, like Derek and Afterlife as much as they cherish shows like um, The Office. You know, yeah. I'll just get the, you know, he says when Joan dies, she said it was better to be kind than to be clever or good looking, and I'm not clever or good looking, but I'm kind, and that is a, a summary of what. What Derek is about, and uh, he's fucking excellent, man. Really good. I mean, that that's well, that, yeah. that, that, that's the scene, like that, you know, the, the the scene at the end of the first series where he's, you know, he, he chases after his dad, and it's sickly sweet with Coldplay. You know, it's it, mm. almost a cheap shot using <laughs> Fix You, but Fix You is a beautiful fucking record. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, love or hate Coldplay, it's a beautiful record, and. And I, I, you know, I, I dare anyone to watch that scene and 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 not have a tear in the eye, you know. And there's the is the line um, that Kev says, which is like, you know, I've always took the shortcut, you know, I've always like basically blagged it, and Derek took the road mm. that everyone should take, that, that, something like that. And then that road is kindness, and, yeah. Uh, and oh god, I'm literally like, yeah, just got goosebumps thinking about that. Um, yeah, I, th- I think yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's that's, that's a great one to uh, to start. Um, for my top five, uh, for my number five, I'm going to stick with Derek. Oh, go on, mate. Um, and I, I'm going to go um, for the outtakes of yeah. um, of Derek uh, and <laughs> uh, him and Kev in a caravan. Uh, oh fucking hell! Oh mate. You know what? I, I ruled it out for some stupid reason, but like, it's fucking amazing that. If you've never seen it, I mean, you, you's, I'm, I'm so jealous because you are in for a treat. If you put Derek outtakes in anyway, some of the stuff with Cole Pilkington will destroy you. Um, but most of it is generally based around Kev. Um, but there's a scene in, in an outtake where he's... Um, basically gesturing to, to Ricky what he's going to be doing to this woman when he gets her in his oh. caravan and he's kind of gyrating and thrusting and <laughs> and Ricky just can't fucking deal with it, can he? he he's nah. just... Had I ever got that scene done, I don't know, but it's like... I, I love an outtake at the best of times anyway. I think, you know, hearing people just uncontrollably yeah. laughing yeah, is just brilliant. And Gervais as well, when he does it, he's just like... There's ones I could shout out later, but uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've just let out the biggest fart, and it's going to come out on that uh, on our recording. <laughs> so I've, I apologise to everyone. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to go for, um, for, for 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 that outtake amongst amongst a lot 
of other outtakes that are in that, oh. that sequence. Uh, again, Kev sliding off his chair onto his back to look up an oh. elderly woman's skirt who's doing <laughs> like some kind of like, you know, pensioner yoga is he's, he's hilarious. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, great shout, mate. Very good shout. Um, let's give a quick shout out to um, uh, his, his stints in the Glo- Golden Globes because... Yeah. Fucking just, I love watching him take the piss out of the rich and famous, you know. And again, it's his justifications for it. It's like, you know, come on, they if they can't take a joke when they're in the most pos- most pri- privileged positions in life, then you know someone needs to be they they need to be taken down a peg or two, right? And he's always done that at the Golden Globes, and uh, there's so many different ones. His insults are just always just like absolutely classic but um the one that i always chuckle because i think like he can't he can barely bring himself to say it but it's like he says you know i, I like a drink as much as the next man unless the next man happens to be mel gibson <laughs> and introduces him <laughs> and it was obviously at a time when mel was like all in the papers for yeah. you know not covering himself in too much glory and sounded like an absolute psychopath mm. um be, you know, great, great director, great actor, and then you hear that stuff from him, and you're just like, oh man, that's yeah, that's mad weird stuff, man. Like, it's, there's lots of people whistleblowing. You know, we're recording this a day after a lot of people have lifted the lid on antics of Marilyn Manson doing some very, oh, very, my God, questionable yeah. stuff. And uh, yeah, if it appears that you know, we're, we're now living in the time where you know that that kind of industry, Hollywood, and you know. And the music industry and such. There's a there's a really interesting documentary on the iPlayer um, about uh, the dark side of the music industry and it's you know yeah. how, how women are dealt with within that, which is uh, which is a good watch. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and one of my favourites uh, on that on, on the Golden Globe thing is when um, he's up there and basically uh, oh, I can't want to call him Michael Scott. Um, what's his name? Um, oh yeah, uh, um, Steve Carell. He's, yes, he's the, in the front row. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And and he's still got his Golden Globe from the American office from the year yeah. before on him. <laughs> yeah. like, and, and just the kind of banter about Ricky, you know, putting him where he is and stuff like yeah. that. It's just incredible. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. good. It's, it's really good because that then ties into things like Life is Too Short when Johnny Depp came on there. Yeah. And uh, I just thought that was amazing. And it goes to show that he can take a... He can take a joke, and Jep's, uh, Depp's jokes back to him were really quite funny. Mm. And then Gervais digs him back out again. It's yeah, it's really good. So yeah, I love him in the Golden Globes. I've always found that quite amusing. So what's your four? No, that was it. The oh, Golden Globes. Oh, right, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go uh, to uh, to. Well, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to get. Well, I might as well just get it out of the way rather than than actually put too <laughs> much emphasis on it. Um, my favourite Ricky Gervais moment um, is. In managing my band. <laughs> oh right, like, yeah. It seems course, stupid yeah. not to to kind yeah. of mention that because yeah, that's uh, mad. Yeah. I, you know, I should point out that he weren't famous then. Like you know, nobody knew who he was. Um, but he was definitely an interesting fella. And I remember the first time meeting him, thinking, "Is that laugh made up?" <laughs> and it's like, and then you start to realise, no, it's not. That's how he laughs. And and, and, and which has just made me think of something completely different that <laughs> I need, he's now going to have to go in my top five. But yeah, um, honourable mention now that yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah oh, that, right. that, that, that I guess that. Um, 
but then in, in which case then I'm, I'm now going to switch that up then so my number four yeah. um is the podcast yeah yeah oh yeah god um because it was my introduction to podcasts yeah um it was my introduction to Cole pilkington yeah. Um, it was probably, you know, a real good introduction to Stephen Merchant, um, yeah. who we shouldn't overlook in all the things that we're talking about yeah, today yeah, because absolutely. he's 50% of most of them. Um, yeah. I, I think Stevie's equally as funny as, 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 as yeah, Ricky. In, absolutely. In this... Hello, ladies is a great TV show. Unbelievable. Really funny. Um, but yeah, just some of the lines and the way that Ricky. Or, 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 you know, fundamentally has made Cole a, a multi-millionaire mm. <laughs> um, and made him a, a household name just because he's just a strange little grumpy man from yeah. with, with a funny-shaped head that Ricky will reference consistently. Um, but I, I, I think that them podcasts or audio books, whatever you want to call them now, um, have soundtracked more of my driving than anything else. And, mm. and I have laughed... So much at the things that Cole and the three of them have said, but I have laughed more than anything at Ricky laughing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can remember being in tears and wanting to pee my pants, mm. listening to Ricky laughing as Cole goes to say something. Yeah. And Ricky, just listening to Ricky get excited and comprehending mm. and putting a, a funny additional perspective on the conclusions Cole's about to draw. Mm. Like when he's talking about, can you feed human brains and can they get their memories and stuff like that? Just... Is absolutely incredible. And just their comedy genius, him and Steve, of like knowing that where Cole's going to go with something ridiculous yeah. and just slowing it down, drawing it out, mm-hmm. adding more kind of, you know, fat on the bone and just whipping it up to then when that moment drops where Cole says the most pointless, weird, ridiculous <laughs> thing, <laughs> which generally is laced with something where you think, oh, I know where he's going with this though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. by that point, you're already just desperate to laugh because yeah, yeah. Ricky and Steve are that genius at, at whipping you up to that point. So, uh, so yeah, um, the podcast. Nice shout, mate. Yeah. The original and mm. very funny. Um, right, okay. So where am I on? I'm now on... Oh, fucking hell, that killed me. Um, Three. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to think what, what to say next. I, I'm going to go with uh, one of his stand-ups. And uh, I, I think it might have been the politics one, but he went on. I went to see this, and um, it was fucking hysterical. I went, I went. This is. I've got to be going back. I must have been about twenty six, twenty seven. Um, took my girlfriend at the time, um, and she basically told me to quieten down because I was laughing so hard in this in this theatre. Uh, with him doing all these gags, and it was his gag on Stephen Hawkins that just absolutely fucking like it. Just at that point, I just completely lost it. Everything he was saying was just killing me. And um, he said, "That's what turns Stephen Hawking mental. Uh, too much thinking. The universe is expanding. Of course it is, Stephen. <laughs> Take a day off. Go for a walk. Well, not a walk. I mean, open a window. Watch a bit of telly. Robot Wars is on. You like that?" I fucking just it's so funny he's like I've heard him say it in other ways where he talks about the university he goes what kind of cunt talks like that I, I thought <laughs> and, uh, one of the oh. things that, that that when he's mentioned Hawkins before it's when he's come up and, and he's he's kind of presented Stephen Hawkins uh, and he's in his mindset to Cole yeah. <laughs> and Cole saying he should have all the answers 
surely he's always online. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, you know, it it never let it be said that Ricky's not afraid, as you said at the beginning, to to push the line and see what he can get away with. And, you know, and I guess people have criticised him for for, for things, but, you know, he's definitely somebody that's not afraid to kind of, you know, have that mindset of like, you know, it's it's not always going to be for you. But if you can't tell it's a joke or where the humour is in it, I think that's your problem. Yeah. Like, and I think, like, I, I know that if it's someone in the street that you don't know from Adam and they say something, and their intention might be a joke, and to understand that, you might need to understand their personality and a lot of other things. But by the time you get to comedian stage, if you just don't find their brand of comedy funny... Don't just don't watch it because mm. after time there's something that but he obviously I mean he if you understand Ricky he is atheist and you know and and, and very much in the science camp mm. and uh, so he he obviously loves what um, what most of what Stephen Hawkins is saying doesn't take Stephen Hawkins out of the crosshairs for ripping into him you mm. know and that that's what makes it normal is that nothing should be too sacred I don't think in comedy and and, and Gervais has been very brave at that. Obviously, the balls he must have to go and do the Golden Globes is like, it's got to be one of the nerviest things to do as a comedian. I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. That's, my number, that's my number three, mate. So my number three, uh, I'm going to go to extras. Um, oh yeah, great. That's my number two. Um, okay, um, my, mine involves um, Ross Kemp. Um, oh, uh, and I, I mean that the, the characters he had on extras was was incredible. Um, and there's so many I could have chose from. Yeah, but I just think that episode with um, Ross Kemp, who is exceptional in it. Yeah. Of just, you know, thinking he's his character. Yeah. Thinking that he's in the army and he's hung out <laughs> with the army. Uh, and obviously, at the, the bottom line is he's actually petrified of Vinnie Jones. Of Vinnie Jones. Like, <laughs> so uh, and that bit where Vinnie Jones puts it on him and he's got that little kind of pirate hat <laughs> on and he shits himself. 
and then Ricky <laughs> t- try and makes to cheer him up and sort of like straightens up the little hat on his head. It's like, oh, it's so tragic. Yeah. So, so what does uh, SAS stand That's for? the line. That's my bit. And like that is it. Like when he said that, you know, they've they've, they've I've been out with him. They, you know, they said I could join up, and uh, yeah. When he just said, when I remember the first time I watched Extras and he said Super Army Soldiers, <laughs> I just lost my shit. I just thought it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> fucking Super Army Soldiers. Yeah, I, I laughed so hard at that. For being, for being at Extras was definitely Ricky's way. I think Extras is way more important than people really realise because mm. Extras was really Ricky's way of traversing into a completely different world. Like from being funny in the office and, and, and obviously he then made the most of that and, 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 and reached out across every, like, you know, all the different medias into mega movies as well, money, mm. to have people on, being able to really cunt themselves off properly, mm. like properly mug themselves off. And, you know, Ross Kemp was one. Um, my, my one is, um, I mean, they didn't mug themselves off, but Ricky did something that again takes absolute balls of steel and shows how what he'll do for comedy. And the, and, and the, the, it's the Samuel Jackson one. Mm. And it's like, I couldn't believe that he got him on there. Like it was like epic cringeworthy. Also a really serious thing with again, like a super, no one would probably approach Jackson and go, do you want to come in on this? I'm going to be like, I'm going to say some absolutely inappropriate things here. And obviously how it comes about is um, his best buddy in it is, is date, he's trying to date a black dude, but she can't get the race thing out of her head. Like she's not racist, but she's so conscientious about not coming across racist that it becomes, you know, in on its own way, racist in a way, doesn't it? And she starts talking to him about things that are predominantly a black of black origin, but she doesn't like, and she goes into jazz. And then Samuel Jackson's behind her and she's like, I'm just saying I don't like jazz. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. She went, yeah, but, you know, it's not because it's a white or a black thing. You know, I, I like, you know, I like you. And, and then basically like, I could see she started to dig her way into it. And then, then she says, yeah, no, uh, The Matrix was brilliant. And then Gervais, like tries to jump in, tries to get her off the subject. And then she says, you in it were brilliant. And Gervais is like, oh, no, no, but... <laughs> She's not trying to say you all look alike. And it's just that line, saying that to Samuel Jackson, was just so perfectly delivered and so, like, and he's, awkward. He's good at that, overcompensating. <laughs> the one we watched last I mean, when um, uh, he ad- whenever he speaks to um, the, the, the black actor in The Office, you know, yeah. and, he, and he walks in <laughs> and he's got his dog that's called Nelson, and he just, whenever he references, lame, named after the great man Nelson Mandela, he constantly looks towards the black actor. <laughs> and it's like, it's so uncomfortable because, you know, he's trying to make out he's so not racist, but by doing yeah. so, like you say, when Maggie does it in extras, it's like, it becomes an issue, you know. Yeah. I'll tell you who's the greatest actor ever, Mr. Sidney Poitier. And it's like... <laughs> Just, it's so awkward. And I mean, that that's, you know, he's also the master of awkward comedy, isn't he? Because yeah, yeah. I i mean, I, a lot of people say, and I can't be friends with them people. Then, then people just go, yeah, oh, no, I, I can't watch The Office. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's too awkward. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, it's not. It's perfect. Because yeah. you've all sent, you've all spent time working in offices with people like that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. IT guy who's one of the greatest characters in the office. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, who's obviously yeah. Marenghi. Like, yeah, 
but yeah. uh, so true. Such a fair, yeah, it's such a fair capsulation of it. My number one is, and I'll say it later, but it is all about the awkwardness. And uh, yeah. and then just another quick shout out how he's managed to get the, the Andy Peters thing. He got Andy Peters up for doing for comic where relief. he's in the. That's insane. Mm. That's insanely funny that he got Andy Peters playing a, a you know, a, 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 a starving kid in Africa. Yeah. But how you can do that on, um, on that bigger platform for charity is 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 genius, and um, you know, shows how comedy can be used to break tension mm. on really serious subjects as well. Yeah. So yeah, just absolutely brilliant. Well, my my two, I'm going to go to the the series two of afterlife uh and i'm gonna go to have you seen the second series of afterlife yeah it's brilliant uh and uh, and it's the scene where his brother-in-law convinces him to go to this yoga uh yeah. class mm-hmm. uh, and he turns up and there's like wind chimes and a geezer in like sort of three-quarter length oh. shorts you know but you know, hearing Ricky talk so many times on the podcast, and you know, and 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 just his intolerance of like other people is hilarious. And the fact that the guy keeps slurping his tea and then <laughs> keeps going <laughs> and sniffing and snorting to the point where like everybody else hasn't been affected by it, but like, and his brother-in-law can see that like Ricky's responding, and he's like, "No, just don't worry about it." And it's just the fact that he can't. <laughs> And yeah. it's like, but he does what all of us want to do. And he's like, Absolutely. And I think he's actually done something like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> and then stands up and says, I can't. And, and then literally as he walks out, calls him a snot curdling cunt. <laughs> 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 Which I just thought was incredible. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that kind of. Uh, that character where where you know he's he's kind of you know almost given up on life uh and so he's just saying the things that we've all got filters for and we don't want to upset yeah. anyone he's at that obviously throughout you know a lot of them shows he's at that point where he just doesn't care and like no. and so he just says these things and and it's lovely to see because in all of them situations the things he says are obviously the things that you think oh, I'd love to say that you yeah. know the the the, the, yeah. the fish fingers chips and beans when, you know they won't they won't let him have a, t- a kids one, uh, uh, yeah and, and, and yeah just, just <laughs> all of that kind of stuff them them stupid little frustrations that you'd love to just go fuck off like yeah. it it feels good to see someone doing it yeah love it that's very good mate yeah absolutely he's he's very good at bringing out um, the role the character or the comedy at the other person as well like the scene where they obviously. Him and the other guy go and interview people, and like he does it with a guy who's been posting all his letters in the dog poop bin, and also the woman who's had all the plastic surgery, and and Ricky's barely saying anything. It's just sarcastic one-liners mm. um, as she keeps going back to the same surgeon, and uh, she like refers to her family as it looks like a butcher's bin down there. Or something. Looks like a butcher's shop. <laughs> And he's but barely she, that, saying that, anything. That actress, I'm sure, is the actress that is the 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 young girl that works in um, Derek. Like the, the oh, is the, it? Yeah, the, the kind of the, the yeah the young girl that comes in as yeah and, and works part time. I'm sure it's her. Uh, who and she's fantastic in that. Yeah, and yeah, a, a, mass, a massive shout out to uh, oh god, I've forgotten her name. Uh, who's the actress that uh, uh, in Derek and Afterlife? I can't think of what he plays his wife. Oh god, what's her name? Uh, oh, it's gone. It's yeah, just I'm incredible. Like, 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 Absolutely yeah, yeah, incredible. 
Yeah. Uh, not, um, not, not the strongest for names. I'm only going to say something, then you're going to text Pip. Oh. Okay, you know who he called her. Um, so my number one is um, uh, an episode of The Office we watched the other day because we're only getting through the first season at the moment, and it's uh, it's the training day. Oh, it's going to be my number one. This is mine. Uh, it's like it's so insanely or like it is like the epi- I was squir- I've seen it. I've seen it ten times. And I was still squirming in my chair next to uh, Molly. Like, just him competing with the trainer throughout it. To the point, at one point, they're both talking at the same time. And it's so just, unpleasant. It's, it's so difficult to watch. And it's brilliant. And it's He can't <laughs> finish one line without Ricky saying something of no substance over it. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. he can't deal with it not being about him. Incredible. Yeah, it is. It's such a. It is like peak Brent in my eyes, and for it to end with him singing "Free Love" on the "Free Love Highway," and then Gareth coming in. Oh, that, that line. Oh, what singing or or the line? Yeah, when Gareth's... Well, both gone. Yeah, I mean, you've not touched on my number one bit yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. we the should scenario, shout out the, the role play. Like, the role play. Like, I'd like to make a complaint, please. Sorry, I'm not listening. Well, I, I think you should, but well, no, I'm sorry, I'm not listening. Well, I, I think it's your duty. I'm sorry, I'm not listening. I, it's, I'm, I'm not on at the moment. I'm going home. I think, you're, I think you're care when you. Know, there's been a rape up there. <laughs> get their attention, like <laughs> just the genius of get their attention on the end, you know. And then there is no room four or six. Sometimes complaints won't be real. Like <laughs> it's just fucking horrible. And but it is that bit where <laughs> Gareth comes in with the white ball, doesn't he? Uh, and they're talking about um, ultimate fantasies. Oh, yeah. And he says, Gareth, ultimate fantasy, uh, two girls' sisters. I'm just watching. <laughs> just fucking incredible. And I should say one of Ricky's incredible talents and Steve's is casting because yeah. Mackenzie Crook, yeah. he's, uh, Gareth Keenan's the gr- one of the greatest comedy creations ever. Absolutely. Like there's Absolutely. a, I was watching the scene last night where, where Tim's sitting there and his 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 current girlfriend sort of sits cross legged on the table, and uh, and she sort of <laughs> says to Gareth, oh, who's sitting behind her, um, bit jealous that he's getting an eye for. He went, no, I've got the uh, where I'm, I've got the ass. Um, <laughs> I'd only want to be around that side uh, if he was wearing a skirt, and then I could look up at it. <laughs> it, <laughs> just the reference to it. It's fucking brilliant. Softly, softly, catchy monkey. I could catch a monkey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. Like that. This gear is incredible. Yeah. I, I, I honestly think that that first time I heard him say there's been a rape up there, I was in <laughs> agony laughing because it's just, it's just so fucking. Um, that whole episode is so unpleasant. Oh. And. And, and but I do like them bits where you see the cracks in Brent, and I really yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and especially on um, Life on the Road, when I couldn't believe it that you know quite early on he said he'd had a breakdown, and I just yeah. thought, wow, yeah, like you know, you're, this film's going to sort of almost show a different side of him, yeah, uh, you know, and he's constant. 
you know you talk about the the you know the 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 the, 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 the you know the, the elements of um, racial uh, kind of addressing with the stuff that he done yeah. with Samuel Jackson the stuff yeah. that he does with Doc Brown in that yeah, film absolutely he's yeah. like I mean that's that's close to it and obviously we we spoke to Doc about that didn't we on the on, yeah, the, yeah. on the podcast and uh, and yeah and just shout outs to so many little things Equality Street. Like, the quality shoot is just hysterical. Know. And again, it's that overplaying of the race car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even the trailer for um, Life on the Road was amazing when he does the uh, yep. jizz on her site. I was in tears watching that. Molly was like, you can't find it that far. Molly loves it. Yeah. She's like, you can't honestly find it as funny as you're... I'm like, I, I, I can. That's absolutely broken. Yeah. Me, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know... I, Absolute genius, you know. Who's been that prolific in writing comedy shows? No, and his movies are really good as well. I thought Invention of Lion was absolute shout yeah. out to that. I thought the whole thing's behind that, and when it became heartfelt behind it, when he's, he's lying to people that he cares about to protect them, it's it's, be- it's really beautiful. He stints with um, he stints on Curb and winding up uh, Larry David, and that is, is, is as the, as his doctor, fucking really good. Absolutely. Executive producer of the American Office. You know, yeah. which is, you know, arguably good. as good as, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, uh, it is. But uh, yeah, yeah, just a- absolute, absolute genius. And uh, yeah, but if if none of you have, have, have ever gone on YouTube, I mean, just watch the outtakes of extras with Keith Chegwin trying to say pop knob in Fanny. Tr- watch the extras of him with Les Dennis, who's standing there with um, nothing on, nothing but you on. then find out that he's actually had it. Uh, a bit of like tissue and then brown tape wrapped around his knob and balls. That's why Ricky can't stop laughing at him. <laughs> uh, j- just the outtakes there. The outtakes of um, his one with the guy from uh, Star Trek. What's his name? Uh, oh, um, Patrick Stewart. And, and then I, I, I turn around and, and all of her clothes fall off. I've, I've seen it's everything. Late. It's too late. I've seen it all. Him, Liam Neeson, how they wrote that for Liam Neeson as wanting to be a stand-up is one of my favourite uh, bits in anything. That the outtakes of that. Him and Merchant. Yeah, so good. Come in. What seems to be the problem? I've got full-blown AIDS. And, uh, <laughs> the, the outtakes, that, all the outtakes of... Uh, if you watch the outtakes of Extras as well, with um, Barry from EastEnders, who they call Barry throughout the whole thing, which is incredible with the old school 80s um, pen where you turn it upside down and the clothes come off, when he walks in uh, and a merchant's having a wank, like, <laughs> behind the desk, is incredible. Uh, and the fact that that, that that episode ends up with Robert De Niro in his car laughing at that pen, it's just fucking oh, yeah. incredible. Oh dear! So well then, folks, that's it for us. Uh, yes. Let us know what you thought, uh, what we've missed, what your favourite Gervais moments are, mm-hmm. and uh, let's have a little chat on Instagram or indeed on Patreon. Mm. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Yes, we'll be back next time. Um, like I say, if you want to support the podcast uh, and find out more uh, and get more content, um, aside from the weekly episodes that we put up, you will also have access to hundreds now probably 200 yeah. plus um absolutely patreon episodes which are yeah. generally a little bit more kind of um outrageous than the the weekly ones um yeah. and you also get to access uh the videos of every episode you can watch us all recording yeah. them and you also get access to watch um 
the distraction piece is Drunkcast. We um, Pip gave us the exclusives on that, so you can go over and watch uh, Chris, me, yep. uh, Ramesh, Ramesh, Brett, Rich Wilson, Jade Adams, Jade Adams, and Scooby yep. Dooby, and uh, yep. yeah, all um all, all pissed talking uh, a right load of old nonsense, and yeah. Nothing uh, Nothing gets anywhere close to the... Uh, Ricky Gervais has never done anything as perfectly timed as uh, as Chris giving it the big one in front of Romesh and Brett and then his mum coming in the room and telling him off and him saying sorry. Poetry. <laughs> so you can find out about all of that stuff at hardcorelisting.com. Right. Catch you next week, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.